inside the ring with DJ Mayday. Oh, oh man, a lot has happened, folks. A lot has happened. Man, I don't know where to start right now. Um, Pretty much, let me give out some shout outs to the people out in the UK with their podcast. Hello, podcast. I just found out that out there or somewhere that somebody had a fake money in the bank contract briefcase and cashed in on a replica WWE title. So yeah, that's kind of funny. But anyways, you guys out there are doing crazy and marvelous shit. Yeah. But anyways, I want to get into it. Let me first first things first. Let me shout out to my boy, Mr. Sunny Spoons 420. Oh yeah. Mr. Sunny Spoons 420 with his Black man who kicked the hornet's nest podcast. If you have heard Sunny Spoons 420 during the Anything and Everything podcast, you know he has no filter. And at the same time, too, the guy is out of his mind. All right? Love that guy, man. If you haven't checked out that podcast, I recommend that you listen to it because it's a must listen, folks. Um. Anyways, let me just get straight to it. Um. A lot has happened. A lot has happened. Um, I want to get into first things first with um, Raw and SmackDown. Ever since the Superstar Shakeup, um, we I mentioned last week that pretty much there's gonna be some dream matches, as well as you know things that we as wrestling fans haven't seen since you know big stars have moved from Raw and SmackDown, and um. A lot of things are going to change from here on out. Like, for example, um, ever since um, last year, we usually get backlash as a pay-per-view right after WrestleMania. But this year, we're getting money in the bank. All right. I did mention last week who are the contenders for the money in the bank from both Raw and SmackDown, from women and as the men. And... um, the only thing that I'm really intrigued when it comes to money in the bank are the two mat um two tag t- um not tag titles but the two um main event matches that is um Kofi Kingston going against Kevin Owens as well as the Universal Champion Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. I did mention before that they did have wrestled before in the past, but they have not wrestled in a big big company like WWE so that being said I can't wait to see that big match but right now I want to recap on both Raw and Smackdown and I gotta say the ratings have slumped on both shows and um, what I mean by that that it's not the same anymore and a lot of the wrestling fans are pretty much intriguing going towards like the AEWs and at the same time too going towards the indie scene you know what I mean because right now that's what I've been mentioning before that's where it's at right now that's where it's hot so right now big shows like the Raws and Smackdowns they're not doing so good like right now Raw last week the ratings slumped hard and the only thing that happened that was big was, you know, the contract signing between Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. You know, contract signings in WWE don't go as accordingly and never go as planned. And um, 
pretty much AJ Styles had the last laugh. What I mean by that, he ended up, you know, finishing off the job and ending the show on top of Seth Rollins. You know what I mean? Could this be something going towards Money in the Bank? Will AJ Styles be the next Universal Champion? You know what I mean? Because he has done everything from New Japan. He has done everything in the WWE as well. You know, he already been WWE Champion. You know, so the only big title that he needs right now is um, the Universal Champion. I don't know if he was an Intercontinental Champion. Has he? I got to look that up. Um, I don't know if he was IC champion, you know, but the big champion that he needs right now is the Universal Championship belt. And also, it'll be good to see AJ Styles give some type of prestige on that title, you know, because when Brock Lesnar was champion, there was not that much prestige in that Universal title. You know what I mean? That's a title for the universe, for the wrestling fans of the WWE and to be honest with you, there's not that much prestige ever since that title debuted. And it's like been a big jinx. First, it was Finn Balor that was champion. He only holded it for one day. Then it was Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens won it. Next thing you know, Goldberg won the title from Kevin Owens. And after that, Brock Lesnar won. And ever since that, Brock Lesnar has pretty much, I think... Brock Lesnar had the title. Then Roman Reigns had the title. Then after that, Roman Reigns had to give it up because he had leukemia. Then Brock Lesnar has it again. Then after that, Brock Lesnar has it. He has hold that title very much as hostage, you know? So that being said, we need a good champion. Don't get me wrong. I'm a big Seth Rollins fan, you know? But to see AJ Styles to be the next universal champion, that'll be really good. It'll be good to see AJ Styles take it upon um, the next marquee in WWE to be there and to be the next contender of the champions and to go off the sunset and did everything in WWE. He's already in WWE for, I guess, another one or two years. You know, Seth Rollins going to be there for a longer time, but before AJ Styles hangs his hat, why not have him be the Universal Champion at least couple of times to give Raw that ratings boost and at the same time to be the top guy on Raw. You know, Seth Rollins is a top guy right now on Raw, but it'll be pretty cool to see him and do his thing in the WWE's Raw brand, you know, because right now um, there's nothing really much going on Raw and to see things progress the way that they've been progressing. I rather see AJ Styles do what he did on SmackDown, but do it on Raw and do it on, on the Raw stage. You know, Raw needs to come back hard and it needs to come back like it did in the 90s. We're not going to never, ever get another Attitude Era. You know, somewhat they were trying to go into the Attitude Era on some skits and sketches that they were doing with SmackDown and on Raw. And trying to turn up the notch a little bit with them being themselves. But the thing is that now WWE is more family oriented. That that's why a lot of people love the indie scene and love watching 
other wrestling organizations doing what they got to do because it actually reminds them of the ECW attitude era and NWO days of WCW, you know, in that part. But that right there with AJ Styles with Seth Rollins, yeah, it should be okay. It should be good. I would like to see it. You know what I mean? AJ Styles be on top. But another big thing that was happening on Raw that I did not like at all, you got Becky two belts. You know what I mean? She's going to go on to Money in the Bank and defend one title against Lacey Evans and then the next title against Charlotte Flair. You know what I mean? And then rumor had it afterwards that they were going to wrestle again at WrestleMania 36. Luckily, I have heard that the rumor has been, you know, downsized and it's not going to happen at all because um, where's Ronda Rousey right now? Ever since WrestleMania, you know? And... um, I kind of am happy not to see Ronda Rousey right now. Let her do whatever she has to do. You know, I was been upset because they put her on this main event run. And then all of a sudden, she's no longer there. I knew that was going to happen. It was all like pretty much a stunt. You know, she was she was and still is a wrestling fan. But then next thing you know, to come to find out that she was not into it for the long haul and pretty much she was in there for a paycheck folks that's how i look at it that she was in there for a paycheck she was not in there to do her thing she was not in there to pretty much like be there for the long run like i just said and um i'm very upset the way that things had to turn out with ronda rousey and then next thing you know we go moving forward that they're trying to at least have Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch maybe close out maybe next year's WrestleMania. But luckily, that was just a rumor. All right. Luckily, that's just a rumor because now they're going to wrestle at Money in the Bank. Okay. Let's just for now stop the BS and not have them wrestle anymore after this. You know, I think now I think Charlotte Flair has accomplished so much in WWE and that Becky Lynch is now the hottest thing since hot butter on pancakes. It's the only thing I can come up with right now. And to me, Becky Lynch is like the movement's version of Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, of this modern era. But at the same time, too, you know, I think Becky Lynch should be a one show. And I think that one show should be SmackDown and that. Charlotte Flair should be on um, Monday Night Raw. That being said, bam, end of story. Let Charlotte Flair win a title at Money in the Bank. Hopefully, it's the Raw championship belt. And Lacey Evans lose to Becky, and Becky stays on SmackDown because that is the only thing I could think of because when it comes to these two, I don't want to see them butting heads and them going against each other anymore. I think the story has already accomplished itself at WrestleMania. And um, let's see moving forward how everything is going to be, you know, especially with the Moons division, you know, because this Moons division is the only thing that's been going for WWE, you know, at least move the women much more forward. And try to get these ratings up because the ratings have slumped down. You know, Raw has been around for a very, very long time. 
you know, longer than The Simpsons, you know. So I really want Raw to keep up a good audience. But like I've been saying, nobody wants to watch Raw no more. Everybody wants to watch what's going on in the indie scene. I'm going to talk about that in a minute, folks. Because right now, I want to talk about another thing that has happened on Raw. And that is the tag team division. We got two tag teams, okay, that are on Monday Night Raw right now that are good. That is The Revival. And coming from SmackDown, that debuted on Raw went after the Superstar Shakeup are The Usos. The Usos are right now are the hottest tag team in WWE. All right. Not to take nothing away from the New Day or any other tag team, but the Usos have pretty much put their blood, sweat, and tears on this tag team division. And I got to say, this is where it's at with the Usos. They're looking for a new competition, and I think the Revival will be that next competition. You know, they had a great match with the, what you'll call it, uh, the brothers that is... I call them the brothers, um, the good brothers. That is Carl Anderson and Luke Harper. You know what I mean? And I got to, I mean, not Luke Harper. Sorry, I apologize. Um, what you call it? Carl Anderson and um, Gallows. So they had a great match with them. I thought Gallows was going to get the win because you know what? Gallows and Anderson look like they're about to leave WWE. And I'll be really upset if they do. But I think the indie scene is calling them, you know. And the only thing that WWE got for them right now is um, the Usos in a tag team. They need to up the scale on the tag team division on Raw. Because on SmackDown, the tag team division was where, where it was at, you know. Now that's not there anymore. The tag team vi- division is no longer on Raw. I mean, it's only on SmackDown. Or is it? Because right now, ever since the Usos left, there's nothing else to give the SmackDown for a tag team run at all. I'll I'll get to that in a minute on about the SmackDown tag team side. But now the Usos are starting somewhat a feud with the Revival. Let's see how this goes. I know they're going to put a phenomenal match. You know, I kind of upset that the way that they actually playing the Good Brothers, you know what I mean? I think that the indie scene to take them back and do their thing because they were a phenomenal tag team in New Japan and now that they're in WWE, they watered down their style very, very hard. You know what I mean? They took a great tag team that was out of this world and pretty much drowned them. And pretty much drowned them. Like, the creator is drowned. You know what I mean? Now, I'm upset about that situation. They need to pretty much do something better with the Good Brothers. You know? But anyways, moving on. Let me talk about SmackDown, folks. SmackDown's another thing that's actually not doing so good. Because now, with SmackDown, okay, is that I gotta say... What has been going on on the SmackDown side. You know what I mean? You got Lars Sullivan attacking people. Okay. Is he going to be the new Braun Strowman of SmackDown? 
I assume that he is. And I'm assuming that it's going to happen that way. He has already attacked Rey Mysterio. He has already attacked R-Truth. He has already talked to Hardy Boys. Alright? It got so bad that they had to relinquish the tag team titles. Yeah, folks. They had to relinquish the tag team titles. Now, there's no tag team champions on SmackDown. We have to wait to see um, the following week what's going to happen with... The tag team side, you know what I mean? What's going to happen with the tag team titles? What is Shane McMahon going to do on the tag team championship side? Why well, are they going to actually have new tag team champions? Are they going to have a tag team tournament? Um, who is going to be a tag team champions? That's something that I'm really intrigued to see because there's not no other good tag teams ever since the Usos left. You know what I mean? Have a tournament. Have the titles on a ladder match for Money in the Bank. I do not know. I do not know. I'm just running off from the tag team side because I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I thought they were going to, I thought he was going to have a good run. You know, Jeff Hardy has been, you know, I got to say injury prone for a very long time because he has put his body through hell, folks. He has been putting his body through hell. You know, ladder matches, taking big dives off stages and doing all that crazy daredevil stuff that he usually does. You know, not just in WWE. You got to remember, he's been doing this stuff like everywhere else that he's been wrestling, you know, in Impact Wrestling, you know. So, I already knew for a long time that Jeff Hardy had to get some type of um, surgery. So, I'm happy that it has had to happen this way. He can relax, be at home with his family. I hope he doesn't go crazy on a freaking depression and drug binge because sometimes when these wrestlers go on injury they end up getting these medications and next thing you know they get addicted to the pills like her angle had that problem multiple times and other wrestlers have themselves you know what i mean so hopefully to god jeff hardy can come back on a speedy recovery and do what he does best and hopefully he can come back and tag with his brother but what does that mean with for matt is matt hardy gonna actually stay away from the ring right for right now or also is he going to actually start a new gimmick he's been around youtube for a long time all right with the broken hardy then he did the woken thing in wwe with bray wyatt as well you know i'm kind of sad that that character wasn't so good in wwe like it was an impact but now he's trying to do something that has run through Mr. McMahon. It's like um, he's trying to do this money gimmick. You know what I mean? I don't know what it is that he's trying to do. Is he going to do that? And if he does, this is where I get pissed off. I am going to bring something back out. Okay? The way that the ratings are going down. Alright? There is one wrestler that I wouldn't mind... Him coming back into WWE's picture. That he's doing an awesome job in the indie scene. Is Bully Ray. Bully Ray could have been a singles competitor in WWE doing the Bully Ray character. But since WWE is against anti-bullying, I understand that. But... I'm upset if WWE lets Matt Hardy do his thing and that ever gave Bully Ray a chance to do his Bully Ray character. You know what I mean? Because 
I'm gonna be honest with you. That'd have been a great thing to see, but Bully Ray, but a different name, you know. But other than that, um, I gotta say, are they gonna pursue this money gimmick? I say they shouldn't because if his brother is injured, do not let him do the money gimmick and also let him wait till his brother comes back from his injury, you know what I mean, and do what he got to do, you know, because I'd rather have them as a tag team. I don't want to see a single Matt competitor that he was already did his thing being single in WWE wasn't that bad. But now that Jeff Hardy is not going to be in the picture, you know, to see Matt Hardy do that money gimmick and they never gave a chance to Bully Ray to do his Bully Ray character in WWE. You know what, folks? Ratings are slumping. I wouldn't have mind seeing Bully Ray turn up the notch in WWE. You know what I mean? And doing his character, you know, because we need people like Bully Ray. In WWE right now. Especially knowing that the ratings have been slumping. Alright. That's just my rant on the tag team side. Now. Let's talk about. What is going on. With. You know the WWE. Intercontinental Champion. Finn Balor. Now that he's on Smackdown. Okay. Samoa Joe switched over to Raw. The United States title is now on Raw. Finn Balor is now the IC champion on SmackDown. What are they going to do with the IC title? That title has lost a lot of prestige. The last time it had great prestige was when The Miz was the IC champion. The Miz is now on Raw. Going against Shane McMahon. You know, they're going to have another match. I'm running in the bank in a steel cage. All right. Talk about snooze fest for me. I would rather have seen The Miz stay on SmackDown and still be IC champion. You know? Because Finn Balor, to me, it will be a great WWE champion. Andreas Sanamis should be the next IC champion. Give him the title. You know what I mean? Give Andreas the IC championship belt and let him do big things over there with that title. They ratings moved him to SmackDown because they wanted a Latino audience come fall time. I'll talk about that in a minute. So, let's have a rivalry between Finn Balor and Andrades. And then from right there, have them wrestle. Andrades wins. And then move Finn Balor to that title pitcher. Give Finn Balor the title, the WWE title because he's a well-deserved champion. You know what I mean? He never lost the Universal Championship belt. He only relinquished it because of injury. All right? So give this man a run for the title. Because think about it. You got Roman Reigns now on SmackDown. We already know that Roman Reigns is going to be a WWE champion again. Don't get me wrong. I'm a Roman Reigns fan. I like Roman Reigns. But not as bad, not as more like I like Seth Rollins. You know what I mean? Roman Reigns, to me, is today's modern John Cena. Okay? And that being said, I'd rather see Roman Reigns for a while give all these other stars a run for their money and let them do their thing 
And from right there, let them give them a chance and then give Roman Reigns maybe a run for the title. Because that is the only way that I can see that the Reigns will actually be somewhat good. They move Roman Reigns to SmackDown to see if that will help out the ratings. Apparently, it didn't. Move to SmackDown. Start a, a, a feud with, um, what you call it, Elias. Don't get me wrong. Elias is a great wrestler. But is he main event? Is he a main event, event player? I say no. Elias should be in the IC title picture. You know what I mean? I do not know why Mr. McMahon pushed over Elias to that brand and then give a main event push on SmackDown. I think it was a bad move. I do not know what Mr. McMahon's been sipping on because whatever he's sipping on is not what is good for the WWE audience at all. Because Elias should have could have went to SmackDown, had a title run with the IC belt because you know what? Elias been doing good things. Don't get me wrong. I'm a I'm an Elias fan. I like to walk with Elias, you know. But to him being a main event player right away, no, he shouldn't have been a main event player right away. They should at least give him a chance for the IC title picture. He already had a little rivalry before, I think, with Finn Balor. You know what I mean? Start the feud again. Put him on that picture. You know what I mean? Because right now he's going against Roman Reigns, the big dog. And I do not like the way it's going to go. I really don't. So let's see how this goes. And let's see if anybody wants to walk with Elias. Because at the end of the day, I'm not going to like the way it's going to happen. I'm not going to like it the way that this rivalry is going to go between him and Roman Reigns. We already know that Roman Reigns will be beating Elias. I would not want to see another run of Roman Reigns, you know, defeating a star like Elias. Let's do this. Let's just do this one better. Let Elias win and Roman Reigns go do something else. All right. That being said, I want to move over to the WWE title picture. All right. We all saw it coming. I mentioned this before. I'm happy to see KO as a heel again because his friend Sami Zayn is on Raw being heel, playing the best heel character that I have seen in years. Kevin Owens, to me, being um, a funny guy, loving guy, and stuff like that, I'm not, I don't like that character. I don't like to see Kevin Owens being um, funny. I like to see Kevin Owens being heel. He does a great job being heel. I love it. The way he attacks the crowd and the way that mean persona comes into place in that. He reminds me literally... Of Randy Orton, when Randy Orton had that little feud with um, Triple H and he had Legacy and stuff like that. And he would literally just attack anybody that was in his way. You know what I mean? And for him to attack the New Day, you know what I mean? 
And when I say New Day, that means Xavier Woods and Ke- um, Kofi Kingston. That is now the WWE champion. Xavier Woods is out of the picture. He is right now injured. We do not know what... I mean, sorry, not Xavier Woods. Big E. Big E is out of the picture because he has an injury following WrestleMania. He's out of the picture. The only person that's there is Xavier Woods. Okay? That being said, okay, now, that Xavier Woods, okay, got attacked by Kevin Owens. Now, Kevin Owens is going after Kofi Kingston for the WWE title. I already saw that coming miles away. I already saw that was going to happen. I already knew that was going to happen. So, that being said, should Kevin Owens be WWE champion? Ding, ding, ding. Absolutely, yes. Because you know why? He will give that title a good prestige and he could be a very, very long champion for a very long time. Don't get me wrong. Kofi Kingston had his WrestleMania moment. He deserved it. He defeated Daniel Bryan. He made history. You know? But... As of right now, I'd rather see Kevin Owens defeat Kofi Kingston and become WWE champion. You know, that's where right now I think that the title should be. You know, because right now that WWE championship belt is where it's at right now. At its highest peak. And the person that can reach that higher will be Kevin Owens. So, that being said, um, moving forward, there's a lot of things going on with Brock Lesnar. All right? I'm going to talk about what's going to happen this fall in Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar um, apparently retired from MMA slash UFC. All right? He mentioned on Twitter that he's done with um, MMA, Mixed Martial Arts, UFC, um, not him, but Dana White. I thought we were going to see the Daniel Cormier fight between them two big heavyweights, but eventually we're not going to see that fight. So now moving forward, um, Brock Lesnar is a question mark. And before they have been mentioning that Brock Lesnar might be making the move to SmackDown, because this coming fall, um, WWE SmackDown will be going to the Fox Network. You know, before they were saying that um, when Fox moves to the network, they were trying to water down WWE SmackDown, with trying to be somewhat serious, you know, for the adult audience. You know, no more funny antics and stuff like that. And also, they're trying to run and promote SmackDown on their Fox One Sports networks and also the Latino networks. That's the reason why Andrade's moved over from Raw to SmackDown again. And they're trying to create a big Latino following. So, that being said... um. Brock Lesnar moving to SmackDown and also Fox wants to pay WWE $1 billion for them to actually promote and also run SmackDown uh, for three hours. 
You know, like they're doing with Raw. Um, in a way, I think it'll be pretty cool. But at the same time, too, you already see how it is with um, Raw and SmackDown that the ratings have been going down. But then, you know, you're putting a superstar like Brock Lesnar on SmackDown. And Brock Lesnar has a very bad attitude. He does not like people, folks. He'd rather just get his money and leave. That's exactly what he's doing. That's all he wants to do is just get his money and he wants to leave. So, that being said... What do you think for Brock Lesnar going to SmackDown, you know? And then from right there, giving WWE a bad name. Like, people go and see Brock Lesnar. They get excited, but eventually he doesn't want to go there. He's only there just to get a paycheck, folks. And he's out in his jet, back at his ranch with his wife and his kids. That's all he wants to do. He's not really a people person. Good luck trying to get an autograph from him because he's going to probably say F you. That's how that person's attitude is. You know what I mean? He's just there for the money. And now that SmackDown is going to be moving to Fox this um, fall. And they're trying to get Brock Lesnar to go over there. Um, I don't think it's going to be the same. Even if he's over there to try to get a ratings a, a boost. It's not going to happen. Not at all. Not at all. But also. So. Brock is still on WWE's playground, but not just Brock. Goldberg, all right, Undertaker. Undertaker got himself in some hot water because supposedly he was going to be on StarCast the day before All In, but eventually that's not happening at all. So um, Undertaker will be appearing at the Saudi Arabia show. Um, I think it's in June. And not just Undertaker, Goldberg. Yeah, Goldberg is now back in the WWE. Why? I oh do not know. Um, they must have offered Goldberg a big, big lucrative money contract. And at the same time, too, I was just mentioning that WWE is actually. Moving to the Fox Network this come, um, let me see, come this October. And Goldberg did his thing on Raw multiple times in the past, in the future, defeated Kevin Owens, and he also, um, what you call it, was, you know, Universal Champion. I forgot to mention that before, folks, yes. Goldberg has been Universal Champion. As I said, that title has not had any good prestige. But anyways, I already ran it on by that title already. But um, now Goldberg's back. All right. And Goldberg has mentioned that he is not going to wrestle unless if it's something that's going to mean something. He only came back that one time to wrestle Brock Lesnar because it was a great somewhat tell-all story. But now that he's now in the... WWE picture and he's also going to be part of the Saudi Arabia show um, what is he going to do afterwards is he going to start any type of rivalry I would hate to see that if um, Kofi Kingston still WWE champion after money in the bank he defeats Kofi Kingston you know don't get me wrong Kofi Kingston that must have been like mommy, maybe one of his heroes growing up in the wrestling when he was re- you know, trying to pursue his wrestling career. 
You know what I mean? Kevin Owens, when he reversed him at um, Fastlane a couple of years ago and lost to that title, um, mentioned before that he was not a Goldberg fan. He was a Stone Cold Steve Austin fan. You know, there's a lot of wrestlers in the WWE now that, you know, they respect and some of them do not like Goldberg, you know? And a lot of people will be very upset if Goldberg will come back to WWE and he'll defeat um, Kofi Kingston for that WWE title, you know, and to have a run for that for his money. All I want to see, to be honest with you, is Roman Reigns and um, Goldberg. You know what I mean? That's it. That's it. So them two going head to head, you know, will be good. You know, that's the only thing I want to see, you know. Two people, master of this beer, you know, that's about it, you know, and that's it. That's the only thing that says tell all story who is their master of the spear between these two, you know, and Roman Reigns has claimed that that's his yard and um, Goldberg come into picture going against Roman Reigns will be, it'll be good, you know, a Hall of Famer going against a future Hall of Famer, you know, but I do not know what story, um, what you call it, what type of story that Goldberg's going to be saying when he comes back, it, especially for the Saudi Arabia show. You know what I mean? But moving forward, um, there's been a lot of um, stuff going on behind closed scenes. I have mentioned before that the ratings have been slumping. And um, like I mentioned before last week, there was a video online and a lot of people have claimed that CM Punk was a masked man in an indie show and he gave an indie wrestler the GTS. Um, if you don't know what that means, that's to go to sleep, you know, almost like the FU, but pretty much um, throws a person up in midair and hits them in the knee to the face. So other than that, um, moving forward, WWE is silently wanting to get CM Punk back in the WWE. CM Punk has mentioned multiple times he does not want to come back to WWE. So, that being said, do you want to see CM Punk back in WWE? That's the question. I wouldn't mind it. I would love to see CM Punk back in WWE. He was a great wrestler in WWE, but he already has bad blood in WWE. Doesn't get along with Triple H. Doesn't get along with Stephanie McMahon. Doesn't get along with um, Mr. McMahon. You know what I mean? But there's one person that he has not even gave a shot to, and that's Shane McMahon. You know? If Shane McMahon reached out to him, and talk to CM Punk and maybe fill CM Punk his head up with some BS. You know what I mean? Maybe CM Punk can sip that Kool-Aid and maybe he can come back. But I do not know. I would like him to see him in WWE. And if they're trying to sign him back. You know what I mean? Because the reason why they want to sign him back is that they want AJ Lee to return. You know? And AJ Lee... Did not return at the all-women's pay-per-view. Everybody thought that she was going to make that special appearance. But she never did. 
I was upset that she wasn't a part of it. You know what I mean? But, you know, it'll be pretty cool if to see that AJ Lee come back to WWE. And if CM Punk does not come back, then you know what? At least they tried, but at least have AJ Lee come back. Yes, they're married, but WWE left them a bad taste on both of their mouths. I think they said, now CM Punk said that WWE fired them on their wedding day. Yeah, that's like, it's like to me so bad. It's like sour grapes too. Like when um, Eric Bischoff fired Stone Cold Steve Austin through FedEx back when Stone Cold Steve Austin was in WCW. You know what I mean? But other than that, what can we do? You know, all we can do is just wait and see what will happen. Moving forward, I have that situation. So hopefully, silently, seeing Punk come back to WWE. But guess what? There's another wrestling company that's around. And I've been mentioning it. That's AEW. And their show is coming up this month. Double or Nothing, May 25th. The day before that is StarCast. So if you're out in the Las Vegas um, area, make sure you check out StarCast. It's like the WWE version of um, All Access. You know, you sit pretty much meet and greet your legends and stuff like that. So that'd be pretty cool. You know, StarCast is around. So let's see um, what's going to happen on that weekend because a lot of stuff been brewing ever since a certain superstar has left WWE. A video after this superstar's contract was up, posted up and spread wildfire like hotcakes. You know what I mean? That's my man. Dean mother freaking Ambrose is now back, folks, as Johnny Moxley. Moxley, if you have not seen Dean Ambrose in the indie scene, you are missing out, folks. I recommend that you go on YouTube and look up Dean Ambrose before he became, I mean, look up Dean Ambrose before he went to WWE when he was John Moxley. I tell you, that character was crazy. And I've missed that character so freaking much. And I'm so happy that he's now becoming the man that he was before WWE. And he's going back to the indies again. I said it before and I say it again. He is not going back to WWE. I'm happy that his contract is up. And also that he's going back to indies in the indie side. And um, in the video, I want to talk a little bit about the video. In the video, you see um, Dean Ambrose, a.k.a. Johnny Moxley. Um, like, you can say the asylum, and he's escaping from it. And then from right there, there's a dog chasing him. And that dog looks like, um, you know how Roman Reigns says, you know, that he's the big dog. So pretty much it's like, like pretty much almost like a shot at WWE. A dog chasing him. And it's like saying that that was Roman Reigns chasing Dean Ambrose. Pretty much trying to say come back. You know what I mean? Where you going? So Dean Ambrose escapes the asylum. And then from right there. um, He ends up cutting himself with some barbed wire. And then you see Dean Ambrose holding the barbed wire. And making a ball of a fist. And in it next to you know. If you pause the video. 
on the left side, he's walking by two dice. In the two dice, it's a two, and then it's a five. That being said, like I said before, Double or Nothing is on May 25th. Okay? So, let's see what will go on from here on out. Will D. Ambrose make a special appearance at Double or Nothing? Will he start a rivalry with a certain superstar over there? You got Chris Jericho. You got Kenny Omega. You know, you got Cody Rhodes. You got great superstars that he can actually do big things over there. You know, not only that, the villain. You got good superstars that are over there. And at the same time, too, um, AEW is um, pretty much, you know, doing things with New Japan as well as ROH and NWA. So I would love to see Dean Ambrose do a lot of big things over there. So moving forward... Check out the video and see where it will happen with Dean Ambrose. Will he make a special appearance at Double or Nothing? You know what I mean? Um, other than that, uh, moving forward. Uh, let's see. Double or Nothing's coming up. Also, I want to talk about the beef that has been brewing with two indie superstars. Um, one has not wrestled since leaving WWE, and one is a big name in New Japan. That is Tama Tonga and Enzo Omori. As you remember, folks, there um, Big Cass and Enzo um, made a crash party at the ROH New Japan show the day before WrestleMania at Madison Square Garden. And um, pretty much Enzo and Cass crashed the party. And then after that, um, Tama Tonga and Enzo been going head-to-head on um, social media, attacking one another. And um, I got to say that Enzo needs to stay in his lane because he has not done anything at all. He tried to become a rapper. That didn't even work out for him. He didn't tell WWE of his allegations of rape. That's why he got released. You know, don't get me wrong. The only thing that Enzo is good at is speaking his mind on the mic. That's the only thing that Enzo Omori is good for, is speaking his mind on the mic. And now that um, Tama Tonga is attacking him, he's just wasting his time. He needs to keep on doing what he does best, and that's wrestle over there in New Japan and keep on winning big and winning titles with his brother. You know, but other than that, these two need to stop the nonsense and move it. And moving forward, I want to get back onto this AEW and also the May 25th show, Double or Nothing. Um, Chris Jericho and Omega are back at it again, attacking each other. They were just at a show and they've been attacking each other and um, pretty much um, setting up. For what's going to happen on Double or Nothing. They already performed once before. I mentioned it at the. What do I call it? And they're in New Japan. You know what I mean? So now that they're going at it at again. Now they're going to do it on Double or Nothing. At the MGM Grand Studios. Um, I want to see how this will work out. I think the first time that they met. I think Kenny Omega won. You know. 
But moving forward with Chris Jericho's character, that he did mention that he's actually going against um in June. He's gonna wrestle again, and he's gonna be appearing on the June 9th show at New Japan to fight um, New Japan champion um, Kada, um, Okada. You know what I mean? The last time um, Chris Jericho fought in New Japan, he was the IC champion of New Japan. So could this actually, um, you know, Chris Jericho make magic again and become champion in New Japan and do his thing over there? Because Chris Jericho has been doing a lot of big things in the indie scene. You know, he feels like a free man all over again. You know, he left WWE and he did everything that he had to do in WWE. Um, this is the best Chris Jericho I have seen in years. And the best Chris Jericho I'm pretty much excited to see every single time he's in the indie side. You know what I mean? So, moving forward, I would like to see what they're going to do with the Chris Jericho between New Japan and also with AEW. He is signed with AEW, but remember, AEW lets superstars go from New Japan, ROH, and Russell everywhere else. You know what I mean? They're free to do that, you know? But also, I want to talk about what's going to happen in um, AEW. The card is stacked. You already got the young brothers going to wrestle the Mexican brothers, and that's going to be a great match. The villain is going to verse. I'm not the villain. I mean, um, Pac is in action. I guess they, um, him and somebody else. I forgot the other thing. Oh, God, I forgot his name. So many superstars, I forget their name. But anyways, they're going for the AEW Championship belt. Um, pretty much a belt that I have not seen yet and pretty much having... Um, Pretty much put no mind to at the moment because I have not seen no pictures online servicing on how the title is going to look like. And only two people that I know is going to be Pac and somebody else going for that title. But one more thing I want to talk about before I get going is uh, I want to leave you guys thinking what's going to happen with this AEW thing. Because moving forward... They have not yet signed a um, TV contract. We do not know where AEW is going to be going. We do not know if it's going to be um, with TBS or is it going to be with TNT. Because the last time I have mentioned is that they were actually doing a contract. But it was um, pretty much a you know, we'll pay you type of deal to let us run our show on your network type of thing. You know what I mean? So that moving forward, would you like to see a war of sorts? You know what I mean? Because you got to remember, now that SmackDown is moving to the fall, you know, will NXT also be part of the SmackDown move to the Fox Sports Network? And if that's the case, Will AEW give um, WWE a run for his money and put their show on a time slot that will be, you know, a, a ratings war between the two shows where they actually have to step the game up? Because you got to remember, right now, Mr. McMahon is slowly 
going to retire from WWE's um, producing um, work because right now he wants Mr. Triple H, Mr. Triple H, to run things. You know what I mean? Will Triple H do good running it? I think he will be doing good because he's already done good with the NXT brand. That's his baby. So Triple H, I already knew that. I already knew that Triple H was going to run things after Mr. McMahon left. Because now, I got word that Mr. McMahon got some type of deal with ESPN to run the XFL. If that's the case, it looks like the XFL is going to do so much better now than it did in the past. You know, where they're going to focus more on football. And Mr. McMahon loves football as well as he loves wrestling. And now, that being said, Triple H can run it. WWE's owner, Mr. McMahon, must have signed a great, great contract with ESPN to run the XFL on their network. If that's the case, you know that X, um, I mean, sorry, ESPN is the big kahuna of sports. You know what I mean? Where everybody likes watching the first take. They like watching um, anything that has to do with sports. They want any results. Anything. ESPN is the home for all that. Now, WWE does play some type of part on ESPN. You know what I mean? They pretty much talk about WWE on ESPN all the time. And uh, WWE is sports entertainment. So ESPN has pretty much let WWE Sports Entertainment be part of ESPN. Now that XFL is coming out next year, and to see ESPN start running the XFL, I gotta say it it will be a good thing. And not just the um, ESPN, ABC is gonna run XFL shows as well. Is it going to be live? Is it going to be recorded? That's something I do not know. But anyways, that since ESPN is going to be going toward those two networks, now Triple H got what he wanted. I've been calling it for a long time. CM Punk has dropped a pipe bomb about this before that when Mr. McMahon leaves, WWE is going to be Triple H and his family running WWE. Well, I mean by family, he's married to Stephanie McMahon. Shane McMahon's going to help them out too as well. Or will Shane McMahon go on the sunset and do something else? Because be honest with you, when Shane McMahon wasn't there, I do not know what he was doing. All right? When he was in WWE's picture for a long time. Now that the XFL is around the, um, around the way, Triple H can get what he wants. Mr. McMahon gets what he wants. And that... Now that XFL is going to be running on two big networks, you know, let's see how will WWE will progress moving forward because you got to remember, I'm going to mention this again. Now that AEW is in the picture, you know, indie scene. Everybody wants to see indie indie wrestling. They don't want to watch no more watered down um, wrestling. You know what I mean? Um, all this entertainment stuff, you know what I mean? Because the indie scene is where they pretty much do a lot of storytelling. They talk about... They don't talk. They talk inside the ring. 
You know, just like my podcast. You know what I mean? <laughs> but anyways, they tell stories in the ring. WWE's um, storytelling is not the same anymore. You know? But for the indie scene, is going to be attacking WWE. AEW is where it's at, folks. And I'm telling you, when they debut... Their rating is going to skyrocket. And at the same time, SmackDown is going to be on fall, the Fox Network come fall. And not only that, Brock Lesnar will probably go over there. Maybe Goldberg will go over there. You know what I mean? Then try to give that show some type of prestige. But it's not going to be enough for AEW because I've been telling you, a lot of people want to go see um, um, what you call it, indie wrestling. Now that if Triple H runs... um both Raw and SmackDown with the help of Stephanie, the help of Shane McMahon. You know, he's already focused on the NXT side of things. You know what I mean? That's his baby, I said already. And he already brought up multiple stars on both Raw and SmackDown that were on NXT and were doing big things. You know, NXT is the indie wrestling of the WWE. Okay? But it does not got nothing... Against pretty much the um, indie wrestling of, you know, of AEW, ROH, NWA, you know, all that stuff that all these wrestlers want to leave are their contracts because their body's taking a toll on them. And at the same time, too, they don't got somewhat freedom. You know what I mean? So that being said, I'll tell you, WWE needs to start looking at what the independent scene is doing and start listening more to the fans. And a lot of people on WWE are not wanting to sign any more big contracts. You know what I mean? Because they signed a two-year contract, they get injured, but at the same time too, after the injury, they have to perform at their highest peak. You know? That's probably why Dean Ambrose left. This is probably why Sasha Banks doesn't want to even go and come back. But the thing about Sasha Banks situation, okay, let me rant about Sasha Banks before I I let go, let go. Sasha Banks did something stupid. She signed like I think it was a five year contract, okay, and now she wants to quit. She hasn't showed up, but guess what? She has to do her job. You know what I mean? I mentioned this before last week. You sign a contract with WWE, that's like you signing a contract in a major record label. Like I mentioned it before music-wise. You know what I mean? You sign yourself to like, let's say, Def Jam Records. Okay? Def Jam Records wants you to um, pretty much um, do five albums. Okay? And you have to do those five albums because they're going to give you um, $5 million. They're just saying something crazy. Alright, then you have to put up sales, you have to put up streams, you have to promote marketing and all that other stuff. And you have to pretty much pay back what you signed up for. You know, it's the same thing in WWE. You signed that five-year contract, they paid you $5 million. Now you have to perform at your finest and you have to perform and do your best job. You know, but that's the thing. Now she feels bad. Now she wants to quit and she wants to be part of the indie scene. Nope. Can't do. You signed that five-year contract. 
Now you have to be part of the WWE for five more years. You know what I mean? What they say? Maybe buy yourself out? I do not know. I do not know how it works with contracts in WWE like that. All I, like, why I know what I've heard before is that when you sign, it's almost like signing a record label. That's why I've mentioned this before, like being independent before. I have mentioned that using a music thing uh, multiple times during this podcast because multiple times when you're an independent artist in a record label scene, I mean, in the, um, I mean, recording wise, is that you got freedom to do whatever you want. But when you sign a contract and be part of a record label, you don't got that freedom. It's the same thing with WWE. You don't got that freedom at all. So you're in WWE's house and you're in WWE's rules. You know, AEW, you sign a contract with AEW, they're giving you a freedom to perform on their show, perform on other shows. That's why AEW is independent itself, but at the same time too, they're letting you do whatever you want. You can't do that in WWE. WWE only wants you for you. You know what I mean? They want you to perform on their show. They want you to just be in their name. They want you to be in their territory. That's it. So, if you're going to be an independent, if you're going to be an independent wrestler or an independent artist, because I have mentioned this before, go independent. You have freedom to do whatever you want. Now that AEW is getting hot, now Dean Ambrose left. Luke Harper wants to leave his contract, but eventually he can't. You know, he has, he has to do one more year before he leaves to the independent scene. A lot of these people don't want to re-sign and want to go independent, but right now it's too late. Mostly all these stars that actually have signed the contracts, it's too late for them um, to go independent. Unless WWE releases you. And then when they release you, check this out. You got like a 90-day no-compete clause to do anything. So that means you cannot leave more than after 90 days. You can't go somewhere else and wrestle because you're going to get sued. And then it's going to bite you in the ass. Okay? For Sasha Banks, she needs to stop whining and crying and come back and do her job. And, and that her job is to perform. And to perform at her highest bid. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. I'm a big Sasha Banks fan. I'm sorry that she feels like overwhelmed. But you signed a contract. You know? And you gotta do your job. You know? Anyways. That's it, folks. Catch me on the flip side. Um, I'll be back at it again with my homeboy, Sunny Spoons 420 at the Anything and Anything podcast. This has been Inside the Ring with yours truly. DJ Miggy. And guess what? I'm out, folks. Enjoy. Peace.